Hello everyone, it's Alistair. Welcome to the podcast. Today we are going to talk about artificial intellect. What are scientists doing now and exactly how close we are to having something like Jarvis from the Avengers come to life? For this purpose, I have invited His Majesty Kadinsky. Humans have lived for 40,000 years and most of the time we spent hunting animals. Only recently we figured out how to farm and things like mining, writing and art. Finally, after thousands of years, we had time to think about life. Why are we here and why doesn't that person like me back? In the 80s, home computers became a thing and people of upper middle class could afford those. It's been only 40 years since that, now we are far more advanced to the point that we have access to world library of any kind of information in our pockets. You can use it for different sorts of tasks, study, chat with friends, stalk your people online. On the other side of that is technology that I am most patient about, neurotechnology. We'll talk about a particular startup company, which is called Neuralink. It was founded in 2016, a very young company that develops devices for a brain. Basically, it's a tiny computer size of a coin. The most important thing that distinguishes it from the other similar devices is wireless connection and a couple more features. Neuralink website has an amazing animation that explains the details, which if you're really interested, I recommend visiting. Modern technologies are indeed amazing, but exactly how does it work? Let's start with basics. Imagine sitting in front of a computer you want to move a cursor. Like all information, you can proceed and imagine the intent to move computer cursor is represented in your brain. Your brain is composed of nearly 100 billion cells called neurons. Generally, they consist of three parts, dendritic arbor, cell body, and axon. The neurons of your brain connect to form a large network through axon-dendron junctions, called synapses. At these connection points, neurons communicate with each other via chemical signals, called neurotransmitters. Neurotransmitters release from an end of an axon in response to electrical spike, called an action potential. When a cell receives enough kind of neurotransmitters input, a chain reaction triggered. That causes action potential to fire, and the neuron to relay messages to its own downstream synapses. Action potential release an electric field which can be detected by placing electrodes nearby, allowing recorded information presented by a neuron. Information about everything from movement to vision, hearing to hunger to dreaming during sleep, all of these could be found by recording signals in different regions of your brain. You can think about basics this way. Imagine a bucket attached via its handle and being filled with water drop by drop until it eventually tips and spills all of it. Bucket is your neurons and water is your neurotransmitters. Again, when a bucket begins to overflow, it tips and spills neurotransmitters. When it tips, it produces splash, while electrodes are there to detect it. There is a huge amount of neurons for every function in your brain, so it's the same with buckets. Neuralink chip currently provides 1000 channels, which is basically a 1000 electrodes listening close by the bucket to spill the water. And when they do, it sends data by Bluetooth connection to main computer, or your smartphone in theory. Your phone does not need to do a lot of computational work. You may need just an internet connection, therefore you could gain access to cloud computing, which is typically more powerful and cheaper. But so many people on the internet now are teaming up against using chips and other implants. Are they as dangerous as they say they are? Chips actually using tiny probes, which are acting as electrodes. The probes, composed mostly of polygamized biocompatible material with a thin gold or platinum conductor, are inserted into your brain through an automated process performed by a surgical robot. I know it may sound ridiculous at first, but think about it this way. If you would travel in time to my grand-grandparents and said, you have a genetically poor liver and you are about to die in a few months, and I would say, hey, that guy who just been killed by a tiger, let's open him up and transplant his liver to you. In the end of the day, I would be burned alive, 
<laughs> it would seem like a witchcraft, Devil's Borg. Point is that we are very much different today than our ancestors. Things that appear evil to them are common for us. Neuralink says they have developed a robot capable of rapidly inserting many flexible probes into your brain, which may avoid the problem of tissue damage and longevity associated with larger and more rigid probes. And with rapid development of AI, it is inevitable that computers become smarter and better at everything that we are. It's only a question of time, and it would absolutely change the world as we know it right now. The idea is to have a robot perform an operation automatically. Pretty simple task. Open up the skin layers of your head, make a small hole inside your skull and insert hundreds or, or rather thousands of tiny wires inside your brain. Again, that does sound ridiculous. But think about how much possibilities we can gain as individuals and as a whole civilization. We could solve mental health issues, cure lots of diseases and merge humans with AI. Now you won't have to search for your ex Instagram to see if that person found someone to replace you. You'll just know it. There is a joke, obviously. We might face this open future someday, but that would be too much even for our most hardcore dystopian novel writers. Let's talk AI. Our official intelligence appeared only recently, and it's evolving with impressive speed. So impressive that the algorithm could start randomly playing chess and mourning just by randomly placing uh, characters around the board. By lunch become the best player in the nation, and by dinner become the best player that ever existed and would keep improving move by move. Humans with current abilities will never be able to compete on such levels. The president of Google believes that AI could be more helpful to humanity than fire and electricity. The only way we could survive is to merge with AI. You know what they say. If you can defeat them, join them. Imagine having something like Amazon Alexa but less annoying as part of yourself. Any kind of information would be immediate at your will. Would you like to talk to your favorite grandparents for hours? Me neither. Make your AI assistant talk to them instead. It'll do a better job anyway. Want to ask a girl for her number, but too afraid to make a first move? Just do it telepathically. She won't notice you stuttering. This is just silly examples of high-tech future we'll have to live in. In all seriousness, this could help us understand each other's emotions much better. Maybe your loved one hurts you in some way. It might be because he or she feels scared or vulnerable. We could be united and feel like a one whole being rather than just separate individuals. We could learn a lot about our brain, like a species, and liking individuals with emotions and memories. To care for each other more and care about our surroundings. Enough is said about possibilities for now. What is the current state of the technology? In case you missed, Neuralink is a very young startup, which is founded via Elon Musk himself and other investors. At their first presentation, they showcased a couple of pics with Neuralink chip inserted and one pic which had a chip removed to show that it would be completely fine after removing the chip. Point of presentation was to demonstrate how chip would read brain signals live and send back data to the main computer. It went successfully. Recently they made a new experiment including monkeys. Idea was to teach them how to play Pong using just their mind. You can find videos just by googling Neuralink Monkey Pong. Might be one of my favorite videos on the net. People hate to hear that, but we are basically just monkeys, so Neuralink team do an amazing job. Now, the first mission of Neuralink is to help paralyzed people only after dealing with health problems. Chips would be sold as phones today, as I would imagine. Again, I'm not a scientist or an engineer yet. <laughs> 
I am just an enthusiast. So, fact-checking advised. You can visit Neuralink website by yourself. They got cool graphics and explanations. And you might apply for a job, of course. Before fun stuff, scientists and engineers would have to do many studies and experiments and write thousands of code lines and finally apply for FDA approval, which is Food and Drug Administration. To start implementing this technology into real humans. I would like to end this by saying, a negative mind will never give you a positive life. I like what you're saying. There is, of course, always a chance that we might reach a technological singularity one day. But I believe we should enjoy the benefits the modern technology brings to us. Thank you for your time, your majesty. The episode has now come to an end. If you want to hear about a specific topic, contact me on my social media and we'll make it happen. Stay safe, be smart and follow for more.